So It's Like That, the podcast, would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land in which we meet and record on today, the Gadigal people. We pay our respects to all elders, past, present and emerging. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Hello, hello, and welcome back to So It's Like That, the podcast. If you're new here today, my name is Nayana Hilton and I am the host. But if you're not new here, then welcome back, fam. Um, Today, I'm just in Double Bay in rainy Sydney, and I have a little surprise for y'all. Hello there. Hey, guys. (laughs) I know we're finally together. We've been planning this for so long. We've been talking about this for ages. So I have my beautiful friend Paris here. Um, Paris is uh, an old friend from school. I know. It's so crazy to think. That That was like (laughs) 10 years ago next year. Bridge days. So we probably haven't seen each other for like over 10 years. I have Paris here today because I wanted you guys to get to know her. Um, Paris is a a tour guide with Young Pioneer and I just thought like what she does for a job and who she is as a person is just like astounding to me. We have this thing where we're obsessed with each other. She's like, so true. I love your, <laughs> I your life. life. <laughs> and I'm like, I love your life. We live vicariously through each other. We do. There's just like a mutual love and understanding. And yeah, like, so tell me, like, how did you get into like what you do today and what do you do? Like, tell everyone. Yeah. So even I can't believe what I do sometimes, <laughs> to be honest. I think coming back to Sydney and reflecting on, my old life and what I used to do for work is, I don't know, it blows my mind every time. So I am a tour guide, as you mentioned. So I work for Young Pioneer Tours and we specialise in destinations that essentially your mother wouldn't want you to go to. So yeah. anywhere from Mali to Iraq to Afghanistan, uh, that's where we operate. We want to make places more accessible for people. And how I got into it is just, I how mean. How did that start? Like literally what you just explained to me, like which I think is like mind blowing and so amazing. And that's what I mean by I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. So I had known Young Pioneer Tours um, through mostly their travel to North Korea. I had been to North Korea my myself but I never imagined that I would then go on to work for them or that they'd choose me because it is quite competitive Um, I mean a lot of people want to do it so and I just never thought being kind of an ordinary girl from Sydney that I would be selected I think that's what I love most about you doing it though too because you are just like the most like like just down to earth like random Aussie chicky and then you're just like out there in the field. <laughs> I know, I can't. And I think as well, especially being a female in this in this space as well, a lot of the people that travel and, and the guides are male. So yeah, right. I just never expected it would happen. Uh, COVID happened. So originally it came into my mind, maybe 2019, I was graduating from yeah. university and I'd reached out to uh, my manager, Rowan, and nothing really happened. COVID happened. So did you do a tour before COVID or did you start after COVID? I had done a tour, I believe it was in 2016. So a really long time. I never anticipated this. I, you know, I I had a wonderful job. Mm -hmm. I had an amazing apartment. I never had applied for the job leading up to it. Nothing like that. I literally was sat in a bathtub and I got a call and Rowan was like, so in a month's time, can you be in Cambodia? He's like, you need to let me know, like, like right now. You're like in the bath. You're like, hold on a minute. I just need to pop my bubbles. I literally, <laughs> yes. Like, I, even he was like, are you in the bath? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always in the bath. 
And he was like, I'm meditating, okay? I, I mean, I had to meditate after it yeah. because I instantly said yes. Mm-hmm. And then... And what did your... What do your... Like, obviously, you're like you're 27 now, but when you were starting all this, you're a bit younger. Like, how did your like, parents feel about, like, you doing this kind of work? Like, were they encouraging? <laughs> Absolutely <Were> they- <laughs> not. I Like, not at all. I think... I could imagine it would be I had, a lot. I had made the decision... Um, by myself I literally had a a list and yes and no and I even prayed I was like what is did you do like a like a cons and pros a cons and a pro every every list baby you could imagine every list and the thing was is that the cons list was probably longer than the pros list at that point because Mm -hmm. I was like I'm gonna miss out on a lot at the time I of course it's a huge sacrifice taking on a role like that and like you're not like moving somewhere and setting up a life somewhere. Like you're going like on the road. Yeah, like, and I was going to places that I'd only ever really heard bad things about. Mm-hmm. So I kind of thought, am I really naive here? Am I am I putting myself in danger? Um, how am my family going to take this? So, so f- how was it when you told your family? I didn't originally. So I had to move out of my apartment. That's something I would. Do. I did. I I would, couldn't. I just <sighs> thought they're going to kill me, and mm-hmm. none of my friends are going to understand. Yeah. Because I can't understand it. Mm-hmm. I actually you thought... You just knew that you had to do it though. You were like... Absolutely. This is my choice. Like I'm doing this. I got to a point and I thought like I'm having more bad days in my life than I am having good days. So even if my pro list is longer than my cons list, I'm not happy. You were missing something. I was. And yeah. I mean, I spent so long just doing the same thing every single day. Yeah. I, you know... I when am I'm, saying like I crave difference. Like people always like to me, oh, like, you know, what's so good about America? I'm like, it's just different. Like I've been here for 27 years. Like I've done this and you were probably the same. Like oh. I've done this. Like I I just, it's it's like you want to be somewhere different and experience like culture. Like even if like it's not the most cultural place, it's just like getting out there and experiencing something that's not in this bubble that we're in. Exactly. It's just even like going to a different cafe and having my coffee somewhere else. I was doing yeah. the same thing every, every day. single day and I was just... I couldn't do it anymore. No, I, I totally get that. So, like, talk me through, like, the typical, like, process um, of going on these tours, like, the legalities, like, the safety, like, do you have a crew? Like, like uh, I'm like, tell me everything. I'm actually really glad you asked this question <laughs> because I think, and I, I mean, I probably, like, lean into it a little bit, but I don't think people realise we actually work. I think people think that we're tour guides and when we're off tour, we're traveling. Like going to the Ritz Carlton and I'm like, (laughs) no, Uh, like every single thing that you see, if it's my tour, I run it from start to finish from organizing the itinerary, from organizing security, the visas, booking people on, having their flights, literally everything. Oh my gosh. a lot of work goes into it. I mean, sometimes you're you're talking about 20-hour days on tour. You're waking up wow. at 5 a.m. Sometimes you don't get home the next day until 2 a.m. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's really, really lengthy. I mean, a lot of people are going to those places for the first time. Mm-hmm. So you get a mountain of questions. I, I have to the, come on a tour with you. Please. It is, I want to do it. I because have I have literally been saying to Josh, like, he knows it's one of my dreams to have always gone and done, like, 
those kind of places, like go to the Middle East and stuff. And obviously because my best friend's Iranian too, like I would love to go to Iran and experience that as well. But like it's almost like I would like love to go with someone that I know too. So like, oh, well, girl, I would that love would be, to have like, you. Hook, hook a brother up. I will have you any day. And I love that you're even saying that because yeah. I feel like these places, people either don't really know about them or don't know that they or can they have travel. like a bad like um like outlook on them because of oh, like absolutely. media and stuff yeah yeah I mean if you even go on like any travel advisory it's like do not travel <laughs> I mean the first time I went to Iraq that's I traveled. what I saw I was like oh, let's go I was like landing in Baghdad just shaking I was like I'm yeah. so sorry mom so and dad talk to me about the first time you went on a tour and and you like I know like I've had a few feelings when I'm traveling sometimes and for that first time you literally like land down in the country like what are you feeling that first time you went when you landed in that plane where was it like it was such an odd experience mm-hmm. I, it was like it I can't even explain it to you I mean the first tour I'd ever done was in Iraq wow. and I was landing in Baghdad and it was about two weeks after another revolution yeah. so they'd closed the green zone there was protesting all over the streets oh my gosh. and I was in panic I was yeah. I was horrified I mean I'd spent my whole life learning about Saddam Hussein the events that happened after 9-11 yeah so I just, I almost thought it was a suicide mission. I look back wow. now and I, I laugh, but at the time I really thought, what am I doing here? Well, you're stepping into something that, like for the first time, so, so it would have been familiar. But then there was this also, I couldn't express that or share it or tell anyone about it of because course. I was you're the like, tour guide. I was the one that girl, was you are the to one. everyone else's mind when of people course. were like, are we safe? I'm like, yeah. So, like, and <laughs> like speaking of safety, like, like what are like like the guidelines and like things that you have to follow around being safe in countries like where there probably are parts that aren't as safe as, you know, you can be, I guess. Yeah, so the safety really differs in each country. Of course. Um, and obviously religion comes into that. Mm-hmm. So, so rules are sometimes based around that. Um, expectations a lot of the time with drinking. Some places are dry countries. Mm-hmm. So I would say from the beginning, safety is all about working with our partners. So we have really amazing contacts in each of those countries who become your friends. And your friends, obviously, they find it a priority to keep you safe. You're a guest in their country. So we work really closely with them. So it's really important to have like people on the ground that are like oh. like your, your vendors, like your contacts. and It is the most important. And a lot of the countries we work as well are heavily militarized you go through a million checkpoints you uh I think that's also a way to feel more safe I mean everywhere mm-hmm. you travel you, you there's risks and do you get anxiety sometimes are you like an anxious person because no. I was just thinking when you were saying like you're going through like a million checkpoints I'm like what if you have a panic attack do you know what's funny I think about this all I'll the be time like, I I don't know if I ever did because it's been so long now or if I've become so used to it because I'll come to a checkpoint and there'll be 500 military men with guns and everyone's like <gasps> on the bus yeah. and I'm like, hey guys, You're like you? so like uh, desensitised to it now. You're like, oh, word, ain't nothing but a thing, baby. I'm like, they're like, can we have a selfie? I'm like, no problem. Like it doesn't even phase, you. phase me. Like I see the Taliban and I'm like, Hi. Sup? And all the girls are in the back like. (gasps) (laughs) So you do, I I don't know if it's you just become more fearless Mm -hmm. or you just desensitise, yeah. Desensitise to it. Am I just used to it? What is it like, like, 
like your typical day, like living on the road, like your typical week, your typical month? Like how does it feel to just like, how's your schedule? Like are you hopping around every day? Like oh, it how is, are you getting around? It is brutal. It is. <laughs> I'm not you were doing. telling me before, she was like, I just, sometimes I just eat bread. <laughs> I do. I've missed food. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, it's just we had a charcuterie board and I was like, oh, geez. We're, we're very spoilt today, guys. I ordered us a, a charcuterie. Is that how you say it? Charcuterie. A charcuterie yeah. board. So we've just been munching on some cheese. I know. Cookies. And even fresh juice. <laughs> Lovely, darling. Oh, But I'm so used to just bread. <laughs> like, no, not anything. The simple things. This, honestly, it's the simple life, but 10 times more intense than uh, Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. Oh my gosh. Did you, have you seen I, that? It's my favourite. Stop it. We need to have I, a night. I love I watching love them it. suffer. Do you I'm have like, to they watch should do it, it on, on my tour. Do you have to watch that? On, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have Paris and uh, Nicole on my tour, please? So wait. So, do they only show that on YouTube now? Is that I was the only actually way you can watching watch the it? clips of that the other day. Yeah, because I, I wish there was some way you could watch it because I want to see, like, the whole thing again. Like, I feel like I've seen, like, a chunk of it, but only on, like, YouTube. I don't think there's, like, any way you can, you know, I don't think it's on, like, Netflix and stuff. No, but I think Netflix should really bring it because I think that would be a really good way to get more bring subscribers. Yeah, <laughs> That is top-tier television right there. Um, so talk to me about some of like the cultural differences that you've experienced traveling like, um, yeah, in the countries that you've been to. Like, is there anything that stood out? Like in the very beginning, are you like starting to become aware of things and now you're like, oh, that's just normal to me? Um, definitely. I mean, everything has been like culturally different. I mean, from the way that you use a toilet, whether it's a school <laughs> toilet or the food, I, I think the biggest cultural difference for me and something that has been quite confronting, and even though I've seen it on television and I've read about it and studied it, is the difference between men and women. I mean, obviously in Australia, mm -hmm. um, there are, you know, cases. Yeah. But I really have so many societies that I've traveled to be completely divided based on one's gender has been really, really Is it kind of in a way like like men are more powerful in these countries? Is oh, that absolutely. Of, yeah, because when I was in Dubai, um, I noticed something like a little strange that was happening when we were there. We've been there twice now. And I noticed that um, that they only address Josh when they talk. Oh, is that like normal? It is completely yeah. normal. Like it I is. wasn't like highly offended or anything, but I just kind of noticed that in conversation that they would only engage with Josh. It is completely, completely normal. Yeah. Um, in the Middle East, um, I would say is, I mean, even even in West Africa, it's mm -hmm. really... Have you been to Africa? Yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm in, I'm I gotta come see you. I want to do um, Africa too. I know I'm there in a see, few weeks. This is what weeks. I mean. We like we need to live each other. We need a little swapsie. Oh yeah, yeah. I will happily take the Beverly Hills Hotel in <laughs> LA. I will. I'll take I will one take for the, the team. safari tour in um Africa. <laughs> That's the right. I will 100. percent I'm coming us. over. Oh, thunder. guys, there's a, actually a thunderstorm happening at the moment. But don't you think it suits the vibe? It does. We're Except staying for the vibe of me coming to Sydney for summer. That's <laughs> <laughs> really like... Except for Paris's rainy summer trip. Um, when do you head back on tour? I head to Turkmenistan. Oh, actually, no, I'm going to... So I, I've got an apartment in Bangkok now. So I've decided... Wow. I've decided to settle down. By settling yeah. down, I'm there for seven days. <laughs> um, so it's actually just a place my things are going to live most yeah. of the time. And then I go to Turkmenistan on 27th of December. Yeah, so I oh, go. Oh wow! So do you miss Christmas here? 
I do it just because the flights are so expensive at that yeah. time. Um, but yeah, so I go to Turkmenistan. I might do a week in Italy. I haven't decided. Oh, and I'm then like, I'll meet you there. <laughs> I mean, done. <laughs> and then, oh, the cheese. Um, and then I go straight to Algeria, Mauritania, Mali, Burkina Faso. So it's going to be pretty much six weeks back on tour. So how, like, so after the six weeks, are you planning to come back to Australia or are you just going to, you do travel in between, right? Like after your I, tours? I think from the end of my next tour, I'll go straight back to Bangkok for maybe yeah. like three weeks before I start my next tour. Um, but, so that's but like previous, your home base. You're for now creating it is, a home yeah, base. So yeah. Maybe like the last year and three months, I decided or elected to not have a home base. With just, travel, has like Bangkok has just worked out well, like for a base? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think like affordability. Mm-hmm. I love summer. I'm, But I don't like you Middle East summer. Like yeah, 54 like degrees is a bit too much for me. Um, <laughs> Um, but I think just affordability, the closeness to both Australia and to where I work just kind of made sense for me. And I, yeah. all the islands are there. And you know what? Like Josh and I went over to Europe um, like last year and we were traveling for three months and we were like never again. Like we were literally hopping around places and it is the most exhausting thing. And I couldn't imagine on top of it. Like I was just holidaying, baby. You were like having to organize like tours oh. and like work, like 20 hour days, like and then, like, deal with, like, hopping around like that. Like, it must be just, yeah, The hopping around definitely has taken a toll on my back because, I mean, every day <laughs> you're on – If even if Your you're on needs tour, a massage. I do. I'm not kidding. I was looking yeah. at, like, Botox in my back at this point <laughs> because it's so painful. But oh, just no. – I mean, every day because you're on tour, you're, you're sitting on a bus sometimes for two hours, sometimes ten. Like, yeah. you're constantly – moving and it's not like I'm like oh I'm gonna spend a night in Damascus it's like no Damascus the next day you know Homs the next day so you're you're constantly it's a lot. moving you constantly uh, early flights are the cheapest flights unfortunately yeah <laughs> so, so how many people do you usually have on a tour typically with you like it, is is oh, it just you staff wise it's that just it? me staff wise wow. yeah I know that's I'm, a lot of responsibility I know I can't believe it I'm like oh wow all right, everyone. Uh, I'm <laughs> All right, everyone. Don't worry, I got your back. I got you. Yeah. I think it really ranges. The tours can have, I would say on average, maybe like 15. I've had, wow. had maybe from like 10 to 42 on my last. Oh, and my gosh. I know. I've really had to learn how to project my and voice. typically where are these people from? Like, do you find... Every corner of Every- the world. I'm not joking. Um, like mostly, I would say European, Australian, New Zealanders, Americans, Canadians. It's always a mix, which I love. I'm like, I have so many friends now. From yeah, you everywhere. get to meet people from every little nook and cranny of the world and have contact. I've almost learned more about. You need the your world. own podcast. Oh. <gasps> but imagine taking all this shit on I tour with you. I just don't have. Like time. You just need like a little. I'm like, I mean, everyone's like, you should write blogs. I'm like, yeah, I would love to, but like my sleep. But social media, like you can just do, yeah. Obviously, like you use social media a little bit. I've become such a lazy. I'm not. But you know, actually, what I love about you though is that you just like you just live your life. Like, like you're not feeling like oh I have to do this and I have to do that like you're just out there doing the most and like saying the least kind of thing well I really hope that like I mean I I think in part of taking this job was mm. really this is immersing s- immersing and this is something that later on in life I know is going to benefit me more than trying to make something of it now yeah I really so if you meet a guy right say you like just meet like <laughs> I don't a, know where this is going a- <laughs> Say so you just meet like a random cute guy. What is the guy's reaction to your job? Are they like, 
Whoa, this is a powerhouse of a woman. Um, well. How's it going to work? Um, yeah. You're like, I'm in, so I'm in Iran next month. And then the month after that, I'm in Africa. They're like, whoa. I think it's really funny because I think there's like three different reactions. They either think I'm making it up. Yeah. And they're like, what do you do for work? I'm like, oh, I can't really explain it. And they're like, what? You're in Afghanistan? It's a so lot. So they think I'm nuts. Or then the second one is like, I know this sounds a bit vain, but they think I'm like, something that I'm not I'm like oh this is not really who I am yeah I know it's my life but like I'm really a girl that just wants to sit on a lounge and like (laughs) watch the simple life I'm not really that exciting of a person this is my job this is my job there's my job me and then there's actually me Mm -hmm. and then I've literally just never met someone like you like someone that does a job like this like to me it's just like the most fascinating and incredible thing that's why I was so curious like what people like do they just sit there like whoa that's wow because yeah. it's just so different like it it's really, so cool it really Can't. didn't hit me until I was in Mali and I met another guy who does my job and he said to me and he was you know probably more profound than I was in that moment he was like don't you think it's weird that there's like four people like us in the world and I was like four wow. people like what and they're like that are like international tour guides, not just like specialising in Italy or we're like going to these places and we're like riding. Tra- and I was like, wow, I'd never thought about it like that mm-hmm. because it's it's just become so much a part of my reality that I yeah, don't that you really like you think- Sometimes you're so swept up in what you do that you actually forget to look back and see how far you've come and how amazing what you're doing is because it's just like second I'm nature I'm if I do that, I'll cry. <laughs> I'm like... Even being back in Sydney, I remember when I was leaving, I was like, do I want to leave this apartment? Do I want to leave that boy? I love him. And now I'm like, thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness thank- I, I left that boy. <laughs> thank goodness. I mean. It's honestly like the biggest sleigh. Like your job is just so, I, I am just constantly blown away by what you do. Oh, it, it is. It's so um, unique. I've just put context in. Um, and so what do your family think of it now? Like what you do? Like. Oh, do you know what? Do they miss you when you're away? And the, do you know, the first time I went to Syria, my mum's like, do you have like a tracking device? Do you have an Apple tag on you? Um, at first, She's like, I'm going to stick a bloody Apple tag on you somewhere. And like literally she had a heart attack. And even yeah. when I took this job, she didn't talk to me. She was furious. Wow. And then now I'm like, oh, mom, I'm going to Afghanistan. And she'll read the message and she goes, sorry, I was busy. Do-. I'm like, mom, I'm already out. Like I was there 10 days ago. Now she's just like, doesn't care. And actually recently. She just trusts in the process and yeah. your kind of experience now as well. Yeah. But you know what? The, the greatest accomplishment for me and even if this all ends tomorrow is that I actually came back to Sydney maybe a week ago and my mum was like, I'm leaving. I want to go and see the world. She's like, you've oh inspired gosh. me. I'd, I don't want my job anymore. I want to do things with my life. No way. And I, and now she's in Singapore like a few That's days so later. Beautiful. And I really, it was like a moment like of her inspiration. I, she was really proud of me and she wants to do the same thing yes. and take a chance. So I really was touched by that. And it, it's made the job even more worth it that it's not just There's me having a great life. better than like inspiring like people from what you do. Like instead of telling people how to come out of their shell or to live their life or to do something better, just like leading by example is like so impactful. Yeah. I mean, I think that again comes back to this like whole, I'm really like 
an ordinary girl. I don't have yeah. money. I don't have anything special you about don't think me. It and is, I know, but other people are like. But then I think they can. It's it's nice to see yourself in that. Like I mean, mm-hmm. even for me, the another big thing is is having so many girls go. Wow, like. I want to do it. Like I, I didn't know I could go. Is it safe? And just answering their questions from a genuine perspective of being a girl, it's yeah. really easy that to have someone tell you. But when that well, person can there's genuinely also just relate, two stages of like doing something. You, you you think about it and then you actually make it happen. And I think like you know like this what you're doing would be maybe like a like a pipe dream for many but the fact that you're out there actually doing it and experienced in it now like that's why I just I needed you on this podcast today I was like this is just so unique like it's so so unique and um I wanted to ask as well like obviously you know like you're on your own you have these big groups that you're looking after like are there any moments like of like concern or like a crazy like story that you have that you like can share like is there some some intense moment maybe when you were traveling around that you're like share a wild story with me oh (laughs) there's too uh, many I have so many wild (laughs) stories I mean I'm sure some of them I can't tell I'll lose my job um I mean every tour is kind of wild because you're in these Mm -hmm. crazy places yeah like I mean there's a few customer wild stories which I can't probably share on the podcast um do you know what my friend Mark I love him he's so funny but we were on he's just like the bougiest person and we were riding I don't know why I just find this the funniest moment we're like riding across the Saharan desert on this iron ore train it was big sleigh it was amazing but I think I like if I look back with hindsight I'm like I did not prepare well for that (laughs) and in the middle of the night he just like puts his head up and his goggles fly off and he's like this is worse than economy and I was like Wait, so you guys are riding camels across? No, no, no. The we're riding this iron ore train. Oh, yes. Is this when you had you, oh, all the charcoal like, over you? I still find it to oh this my day. I, I didn't want to wear my like nice jacket or anything. Yeah. I thought don't want to ruin it, and it was like minus 15 degrees with wind and I think I lost about $2,000 worth of gear because I thought bugger it like I'm either gonna freeze to death or I'm gonna gonna lose all my equipment so that but just so many crazy stories I mean you go out you have nights out yeah (laughs) um illnesses that come on tour yeah oh my gosh nearly died on tour being so sick it's just you're always sick like just pick up something like I did and I actually became I didn't know this was a thing but I came lactose intolerant and I went to the doctor in Paris. Just and out of like, nowhere. It just because I got a virus. Yeah. And it just changed my stomach. I don't really understand because he was French, like trying to explain it to me. It's so funny. And I've <laughs> been to a doctor in Paris was, before as well. Really? Yeah, yeah. Life when life. my anxiety got really bad and he was legit like Google translating and I was like, I don't feel very comfortable I here. No, I was like, I don't know. I you don't understand it. me, sir. I'm like, okay, so he's like so, no cheat. I was like, yeah. there's just I'm not going with that. So I think I've I've had to wean myself. Off it and then I thought, no, this is not right for me. I didn't even think about like off days that you would have, right, if you like come down even with a cold or something. like you're hungover. Or you're hungover. Or like you can't. You'll be, I mean, Next minute you're like <laughs> on an iron ore train. You're like <laughs> it's so true. heads pounding. It's so true. The amount of times I've got up and I can't like – I mean, it's my job. I can't rock yeah. up the next day, you know. Call in sick one day and then <laughs> no. rock up the next. You can never, that's the other thing. You, you can never be sick, right? Like your job is to help people make sure they're safe. I mean, there's, you know, Afghanistan you're going through and you're with. It, it's really, the responsibility is is so high trying to mm-hmm. get it right. It must be really intense, like 
not only having to look after yourself as like a young lady, but to have like people that you're responsible for. Like obviously like now I feel like, you know, you said you're a bit more comfortable, but in the beginning it must have just been like intensely. Yeah, I think as well when you I mean, my job again is to keep people safe and to tell people what to do. And sometimes people don't like being told what to do. Yeah. And they don't like being told what to do by a 27-year-old mm-hmm. woman. It's So it's... It can get difficult, but, but I think... you're like the one, because you just have so much experience in these countries and stuff. Well, right. Like, I and mean, you're just trying to be, like, tell them what's best for them in that moment but, but as well. But absolutely. I mean, there's um, so much work that goes into it. At the end of the day, my biggest, you know, I, you can, I want everyone to have fun. I want us to have the best time ever, but, but I want everyone to, to be safe. safe. And the places that we do run to is in, that due diligence does have to take place. So I'm very... I'm yeah. I like to think I'm fun. And I mean, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm not a regular tour I'm guide. I'm not a regular. I'm a tour cool guide. one. I'm a cool one. But as I, long as everyone's safe, yeah. <laughs> I do come around with like margaritas and like <laughs> is everyone hydrated? I definitely need to come and book a tour. I want to. I want to do it. Yeah, and that's the thing. I have like a tour personality and yeah. like my real self. How fun would that be? I too? Be, it would be like it would be like a girls' trip, but you're oh, working. I'd be like, so guys, my friend. I'll do like a gonna... bit of work for you at night. I'm like, typing oh no, away. I'm just gonna get you on the bus. Can you, can you entertain the bus for me? I'll entertain. The bus I actually just had this guy in Turkmenistan, and he was a clown. And I was like, I'm gonna be befriend <laughs> you. And every time people would ask me a question, I'd be like, Can you go do them a card trick or something? Can you keep them entertained? Do, I need take a break. The, take them away from me. He was fantastic actually um so I can't remember his name that's how many people you meet and I loved him it's just wild to me I just don't know his name I need to like I I actually want to come on tour and I want to like vlog the whole tour with you oh you should how fun would that be I always think I should do it but then I think I'll get fired (laughs) well we won't vlog everything (laughs) we'll cut out the we'll cut out the good stuff yeah yeah yeah. the good stuff's the most entertaining so what would you say to younger Paris right now who's sitting in that bath, like, what would you say to her? Like, what would you say, like, of what you've learned and and how would you tell her to just go for it? Like, oh, I look back on this so often. I'm like, mm-hmm. I just never imagined this. And that's, like, I even look back to when I was in school and I was ill and I'm, I mean, at the time, it just, the tunnel doesn't, you know, end. Mm-hmm. It's It continues on and you go through so many years. I'm just so glad that I made that, you know, that leap of that faith. One call. I didn't know if I was getting scammed. I didn't know if it would work out. And for a few months when I started, I didn't think it would. I thought I made the worst decision of my life. But it was I'm glad. just like a buffer stage. It were. was. And I'm glad I really recognized quite early that, you know, anything that you have as a possession, you can you can get it again. I yeah. mean, it's not, you know, you can get rid of all your handbags. It's fine. It's your fine. furniture, your boyfriend. But these memories your and experiences. Are the sorry guys, but <laughs> thunder. It's getting a little hectic in here with the thunder. Um, but yeah, like I think I've started to realize that as well. Like I feel like I definitely went through a bit of a stage um, over the last few years where I was like very materialistically focused, and I feel like even this podcast has like pulled me a lot back down to earth. And I've started to realize that things like travel, things like family, like things like experience, things like even just being here with you today. I know. Like these are the things that like when we literally die one day, like that 
is our life and that's what we take with us and that's what people remember us by, not materialistic things. It's so true and I think someone said to me the other day, they were like, I think when you found this job, you found your passion and then when you found your passion, you found your purpose and then when you found your purpose, you found your voice and I really like that because I think who I am now, I I don't think I've changed, I think I've just evolved. I know now I'm a much better person, like infinitely better than who I was before. My patience, my tolerance, my understanding what I want to fight for and what I want to do in my life is completely different. So I'm so glad I, I made that chance or I took that chance. Sorry. I can't and imagine I, how much you've grown as a oh, person. Oh, like. I, I just, and I, I, I honestly, I, I saw that trend of like putting your younger self in the mirror and I look back at myself who starved myself. I didn't yeah. eat for months. I never wanted to travel. And I'm like, wow, I wish you could have, I could have just told you that this was what was going to happen because it really, it can happen for anyone. And you just have to have the vision and actually go out and. Yeah. And it doesn't, it it doesn't just happen. You Mm -hmm. know, some things happen by chance, perhaps getting this job happened by chance, but. Actually going and showing up every day and, and doing it and living in the moment has what has, you know, it's been the adventure, I guess. Oh, for sure. And. I, I get to meet so many people and see their lives change and their their minds open, you know, including my own family. And I'm yeah. really I'm really proud of that. I'm I really so proud am. of you. I'm like thinking I know, about like it. I like we haven't seen each other in so long, but I really from afar have just like immersed myself in your journey and like you would like be like <laughs> one of literally the most interesting people like I would know to date. Like and I'm just so proud of you for just coming out of your shell and just walking in this complete opposite direction to everybody else and like thank you for being here today and thank sharing this with me. everyone I um, honestly I'm so honored I, if I ever get married you do my marriage <laughs> or if I die in my eulogy <laughs> so <laughs> might happen where I'm traveling I'll be up there like um, it'll be I like know I need this. it'll be like a simple woman. life theme song <laughs> I'm on tour all the time getting yelled at so I'm really needed this um so where can we find you like on social media to follow your journey what's your Instagram oh it's just my first name Paris dot Hailwood, H-A-I-L-W-O-D. I was actually just thinking, Amazing. I don't know why I went to say Paris Hilton because I'm looking at you. I'm it's like, because You're between us we have a, a, a Paris Hilton. Any, yeah, I'm, I was like, why did I go to say that? Whoops. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, and, yeah, guys, you know where to find me. My Instagram is so it's like that pod. And thank you. Like, guys, look forward to the vlog coming. I think I'm going to manifest that. I'm going to come on tour and we're going to make a vlog. a vlog happen. And I'm going to – that's the work I'm going to do. So you don't have to do anything. I'll just – We should do a day in life you take my job for the day and then I take yours (laughs) in future this is perfect this is perfect this is what I want and I'll wear your ring as well I don't know if your husband's gonna like it but I'm happy to oh gosh I honestly just put it back on yesterday because I don't wear it when I travel anymore because I had one of them stolen when I was in Greece yeah in Mykonos so yeah it was a bit unfortunate but yeah I think I just have to get a little cheap cheaper yeah. to wear on overseas okay. this time I went free ball I didn't wear it <laughs> but um yeah I might have to get a fake he made up <laughs> yeah I actually wear a fake wedding ring in some countries as well just so people leave me alone just manifesting <laughs> all right guys thank you so much for tuning in today and we look forward to linking up again soon I know we're ready have ready a good day <laughs> bye bye